0: Anthony Rizzo with Cap'n J-Hood. Rizzo to right. Out of here! You know and Rizzo sends one to deep right field, no doubt about it. Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo in the air, well Monster shot for Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo on Cap'n J
1: Hood, right here on ESPN. One thousand Rizzo, R-I-Z-Z-O. Anthony Rizzo, our guy. Brought to you by Chicagoland Toyota Dealers. Dear driver, hurry in and save Toyota and Valparaiso. University. It's always, it's always a gut
0: check on the schedule, right? That's it. The Mets are the gut check for the Cubs here for the next couple days. See yep.
1: what happens. Yep. Three more, and they get DeGrom tomorrow, and Anthony joins us now. Riz, how are you this morning? I know a tough game last night, but uh, you did take one out of the ballpark.
2: Uh, yeah, doing well. Uh, nice being back. You know, I and mean, all these cities you didn't get to travel to last year, so it's always uh always fun coming to New York, that's for sure.
0: Riz, what was the game plan yesterday going in that first game against the Mets for you offensively?
2: Um, we faced Peterson before. He he was throwing well, he was locating well, uh keeping keeping his fastball down. He was getting a lot of ground balls. You're hitting the ball hard just just on the ground. And uh he he pitched really well and you gotta give him credit and uh you know we just didn't score runs and uh yeah, that's really it.
1: So we were talking,
2: Anthony, on the show today
1: about guys, gals, they come home from work, they watch the game, and then when you lose, you know, it, it ruins their night. You have always said to me for years, I've known you now nine years, hey, man, it's one of 162. It's over. We lost. We move on. We won. Great. We got to go back and play again tomorrow. Last night, Lance Lynn. A lot of people around town are saying, "Hey, White Sox, you're playing the Rays. This is a statement series. This is like big stuff in June." Well, they lost. Here's Lance Lynn after the game. I would love your take.
0: You mentioned this being a kind of a mid-June challenge. Um, you know, is part of the mindset of not make this you know bigger than it is. You guys kind of know what team you are. You know, regardless of you know how these three games go necessarily.
1: Yeah, it's June. No one gives a <laughs> Okay, so when you hear that, what do you think? It's June. No one gives a blank. What do you? Th- do you agree with that?
2: Um, I think Lance is a pro, and he's been around a long time, and he's been on the Cardinals and a World Series team, and um, I mean, you, you care, you know, and you you don't want to lose ever, right? But um, you just don't make, you don't you don't take the bit the sample size in June and, and uh, start going crazy. It's uh, going to be a long season, um, and, and it's going to come down to the last couple of weeks, as it always does. It's not going to be a landslide in, in most divisions, and uh, you know, what Lance said is, is, you know, there's definitely some truth to it. But we, you know, as competitors, you never want to lose.
0: Riz, with the infusion of new teammates that you have this year, the Marisniks and Sogard Wisdom? What are the new faces done for the state of the team right now?
2: Uh just just new energy. Um, you know, it's fun. It's uh they come in and and we have a good time and it's instant, instant chemistry and um we're all pretty much the same age and uh guys coming from different organizations just sharing different stories and um it's been uh it's been a it's been really fun just having everyone new come in chalk's been amazing in our clubhouse um just keeping it loose and having fun
1: so tomorrow night provided he wakes up feels good i know he left a start last week but he says he feels ready to go you face jacob degrom now I know what Joe Mann used to do. I think Ross is the same way. He'll tell you several days in the event, hey, Anthony, I'm going to give you this day off. When you have to face a guy with a .56 ERA, the competitor you says, don't you dare take me out of that lineup, or, well, if you're going to give me a day off and i got to not face that beast, I'm okay with it. How do you prepare for a game like tomorrow?
2: Um, when it comes, it comes. I think, uh, you know, getting to face him is is fun, uh, always fun, and um, he, obviously what he's doing now is special. So it's going to be more significant uh, if he continues to do what he's doing, just because he is so good. And he's been so good for so long, and when you face guys like Degrom, it's it's you know it's it's just a different challenge and a different beast, and it's, it's fun because, like I said, it, there's. He's the best of the best, and that's what you want.
0: Okay, so as a fan, Riz, what would you rather be involved with—the wave or a beer snake? Because you saw this at Wrigley, right? I mean, it's the longest beer snake that we have seen. I think probably ever at Wrigley that
2: I've seen. So, yeah, from Sunday night.
0: Yeah. So, what would you rather be involved with—the beer snake or the
2: wave? Um, the beer snake. Uh, the the wave at Wrigley is is, is and should be non-existent. So. Keep that tradition going. The, the beer snake is just—you look out there, and you see the, the fans partying and just going crazy out there. And uh, there's definitely some time. Especially over the week, I was like, man, I wish I could be up there with them for a second. Uh, just how much fun it looked like they were having.
0: There must be a rule with this, though, Riz, because if you're going to have the beer snake, that's fine. Hey, man, drink your beer. Like, finish it up. Don't let me have suds on the bottom of it. Like, there's half half a cup of beer still in there, and they're shoving it in with their beer. Like, that doesn't work. I don't want beer on me if we're going to do the beer snake. Empty the, yeah. the uh, uh, empty the cup first.
2: I agree. You got to drink it. uh Proper proper technique. It's about probably six to eight dollars. They're leaving in the in the cups. They're leaving any <laughs> beer in there. So. Okay,
1: so somebody did the math on the length of the beer snake. Yeah. How many cups that would have been? Thirty thousand dollars worth of beer cups. Okay, that's of, crazy. Of what they purchased, thirty grand.
2: Wow. I saw that. That's uh, that's amazing. That's 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 awesome. It's so funny that I mean that, that was the biggest one I've seen and. Uh, Listen, when you go into the bleachers at Wrigley on a weekend versus the Cardinals, you're, you're going to expect the the rowdiness, and that's what comes with it. So you watch
1: that at bat, I'm sure, on tape from Friday. I was at Yoxie's doing an appearance for the radio station. My whole family was at the game. My wife's texting me after the at bat. That might be the best at bat she's ever seen, and she's been to a billion games, pre-me and with me. So take us to your mindset. It's a 14-pitch at bat. It's a first game a 100% capacity. It's 90 degrees out. Wrigley's rocking, and you're facing really tough pitches.
2: Yeah, um, as the bat kept kept getting longer and longer, the crowd get, kept getting into it more and more. And uh, I was 0-2, 1-2, and I fouled off a good amount of pitches, and then I took one for a ball to two, two, and I just stepped out. I was, All right, you're out of swing mode now. Just, uh, get a good pitch, but I mean, he Ponce own just kept pounding around the zone, not in the zone. And, uh, the first pitch I think called him, me was a little, it was up and away. It was perfectly located. So I kind of had to expand just cause not to strike out. And then, uh, you know, as it kept getting deeper and deeper, I just kept saying to myself, "This will not end without me getting a hit." Just kind of willing it to happen, and then obviously the home run comes and that swing comes, and it was just to to tie the game up. Uh, definitely, definitely a momentum switch, um, and uh, it's just exciting with with it being a hundred percent. With the fans being there, is just it was a really cool moment. Okay,
1: so forgetting the sixteen playoff World Series run where you had some big hits, I remember you went almost back to back with Chris in Cleveland and against the Dodgers. Leave that out. Was this the best at bat of your career?
2: Yeah, I would say so. It's uh, I mean, just the circumstances with it being back to one hundred percent, the Cardinals being down one uh, later in the game fourteen pitches and ending in a homer. It was just it was awesome. It was a it was a it was a really really good feeling.
0: Riz, we know what's going on in Chicago and some of the other places across the country. Uh we have Cap and I have not been to New York uh in, in proper in Manhattan. Can you what's outside your, your hotel window? Um does it look does it feel like New York yet?
2: oh uh, yeah. I mean Driving drove to the park yesterday kind of drove around uh, downtown a little bit as well, and it's uh it seems to be good. I got some friends here that that have said also it's it's New York is back and not fully back to what you know the the chaos the crazy chaos, but they said that it's it's been, been as normal as can be and continues to keep getting uh continues to keep opening up. So they uh but as far as City Field. Um, the crowd was pretty good. It wasn't, obviously, nothing like Wrigley, but we, uh, you know, it's uh, always like playing here.
1: Yeah, Mark Grace had told me he got hit with a crutch back at Shea Stadium. Some old lady said picked up her crutch and threw it at him because he had gotten a big hit so he was running oh, out of the field. Sakes. Have you ever had, like, is, is New York the toughest opponent on you? Is it the Cardinals? Who's the toughest stadium where you're like, you wouldn't believe what they say to me?
2: Uh, I, I had some good stuff yesterday. Um, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh during the uh, the wild card year, fifteen was was absolutely electric with, with fans and the things that they would say. Um, I, that one always sticks out to me. Um, here in New York, people are always very honest and, and will speak their mind, and uh, it's always fun. I try to generally have fun with it and, and try to, you know. Enjoy enjoy what people say and laugh about it because usually it is pretty funny.
1: Well, go have fun tonight, get a win, and then enjoy the challenge of Jacob DeGrom because I can't wait to sit down and watch that game. And win or lose, you're watching one of the greatest pitchers to ever perform on this stage. So I would think it'd be a cool challenge for you and your teammates.
2: Yep, it'll be a good one, so... All right, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. See you.
1: There you go. Anthony Rizzo from his hotel room up in New York, Cubs and Mets, again tonight. All brought to you by your Chicagoland Toyota dealers. Dear driver, hurry in and save. Sincerely, Toyota and Valparaiso University. 312-332-3776. Westminster Dog Show happened over the weekend. Which dog would I enter into the show? Next. Cap and Jay Hood. Mornings,
2: ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.
1: So Selma Hayek I'm a big fan of Selma Hayek. She's cool, so I like to med. I meditate. I'm a meditator.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, there's a lot of things to unpack immediately. First of all, you, you like si- Selma Hayek because she's cool. She's is hot it? too. Okay. I was wondering which, which. Where do you place that? Hot first, cool second. Which Which one? Is cool it? one, hot two. Okay. So because
1: like Brooklyn Decker's hot and she's the worst to ever deal with. Okay. That's from your experiences? Yes. Okay. That's a personal experience. Oh, I see. Yes. All right. Personalizing interviewing her. Oh, okay. How did you even work that in right there? That's amazing. Okay, well, keep going. He was... He was uh, He's who? You. I'm talking to JR. Oh, okay. You were denigrating or look casting aspersions who? of you on me. <laughs> Why well, I, I thought, what makes Selma Hayek cool? Because she's hot? I just want you to
0: just bring it out. I, I'm just... <sighs> I'm, I'm here to bring it out of you. See, because otherwise, she's just cool. Anyway. Now, that won't work. You got to tell me why. Like, like, tell me, like, you believe she's hot and you believe that she's a cool person. Yes. Because otherwise, you're just out, you're just going to keep moving in the audience. And you're like, what is he talking about? That's why I'm here. She, she's cool. So, anyway. <laughs> like, that's not going to work. We're on the radio. Explain it. <laughs> what are you doing? So is she. So just, oh my god! Just explain, just wow. explain to me, tell all of us what you mean. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Okay, a. I think she's a cool person. Like just the stuff I've read about her, the and, interviews uh, I've watched. Go ahead. And on top of it, she's hot. Okay, all right. I have a thing for Latin women. What do you want me to tell you? you? Do I do? Oh, that's a new one. That's breaking news. Also. Yeah, I've never said that on the air. No,
0: you have not. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I never heard that on Sports Central when I was a child. No. That you, never said, you never said it after a Cub game. Like Latin women. What do you have me tell you? Do you do, you do this? Do you sex? I mean, I didn't know that. All right. Astros, four, Cubs, two, and I love Latin women. Scroll the
1: phones. 591
0: 7200. What?
1: What? <laughs> How do you remember the phone number? Go ahead. Anyway,
0: (laughs) I meditate every day. Okay. Didn't didn't know that either. I don't know how that's possible. Yes. I don't know if that's true either.
1: Yes. Okay. Every
0: day. Is it a walking
1: meditation or a...
0: No. No, just 7 to 10. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, actually, every afternoon after I work out, I sit down and I meditate. Yes.
0: All right.
1: And... She is a meditator as well. She said she meditates, though, in a different way. Like, I go in my basement, I work out, and then I sit down, it's nice and quiet, and I meditate. Okay. She meditates with her pet owl. Ooh, it's
0: ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: The owl, that's who. That's who. Yeah.
0: Ooh, ooh.
1: Her owl's name is Kering.
0: K-E-R-I-N-G. It makes it also a great cup of coffee. That's curing. I beg your
1: pardon. Ah. Keurig and her are exceptionally tight. Uh huh. She says that the feathered friend has a knack for finding her center. The minute I go deep into meditation, she stays super still and sits either on my hand, my shoulder, my arm, or most usually on top of her head. She needs the owl to,
0: show her, to find her center. That's a, that's a problem for everybody.
1: Yes. All right. Might be a little high maintenance. Um, meditation is not the only activity that the star and her best friend forever bird do. Mm-hmm. They also watch TV together on her iPad and eat their meals together. You guys thought I was weird wanting to have lunch with Secretariat. <coughs> Hayek. That's who we're
0: talking. Hayek. Owl. Oh, that's who we're talking about. That who? Uh, Hayek. So, uh, the, the question is, can the owl stay still that long? I mean, as you meditate, the owl's not moving around, flapping around? No. That's not a problem? No. It just stays centered on top of her head? Yes. Okay, what if they, hopefully the owl does not have diarrhea. Oh,
1: God. The compliments did not stop there. The star also revealed the nocturnal animal has a mature palate. Especially when it comes to beverages. Even though owls don't drink liquids because they take everything from their prey, she likes good wine. So they share wine together. The owl's drunk. Nothing (laughs) like a drunk owl. (laughs) And also likes espresso. Caring typically (laughs) hangs out on my head, my shoulder, my arms. And sometimes when she's really close to me, I can feel her rubbing up against me, which is really nice, and I feel so blessed. Dude, like,
0: what about a man? <laughs> why why you know, I mean, all those things sound sexual. It sounds interesting, but what about a man? A man help? No. Maybe because the owl's not, you know, high maintenance. The owl's not trying to, you know, put his hand in his pants while he watches the game. He's not doing any of that. The owl's just sitting on top of her head. I don't know
1: about you, Hood, but I could go for a Tootsie Pop right about now.
0: I mean, (laughs) wow! (laughs) apparently Hayek has. Hayek can't find her center without having the owl around. The owl sees a lot. That's a weird deal. It's
1: a little different.
0: (sighs) I mean, so would you want to have an owl around the house? Sitting on top of your head? Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, well, the owl's got nowhere to, to sit. I mean, he's on the top of your bald head. He'll start... You know trying to claw your head that's not good yeah those least, talons yeah out <laughs> so could you could you be with a woman that does all that it's cap and jay hood on chicago's home for sports follow the show on twitter at
1: cap hood this is espn 1000 All right, we'll crosstalk with Carmen and Yurko in about six minutes. Don't forget, we've got baseball tonight at 6.30 here on your home for Chicago White Sox baseball, ESPN 1000, the White Sox Network. We've got Carmen Yurko at 10. We've got Greeny at noon, Waddle and Sylvie at 2, Black and Abdallah at 6 leading into the baseball game.
0: All right, now let's talk a little bit about this West, Westminster dog show. I noticed this a couple of
1: days ago. Cap, this is a four-hour broadcast on Fox. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 30-minute pregame show and a three-and-a-half-hour show. Dude, like how many?
0: Like, okay, so if, if you've never watched this, and I don't know how you've missed it. I mean, it's been on television forever. Your parents, your parents' parents, your parents' It's been on that long, right, forever. on TV? Forever. So, okay, so now you've had to dress up your dogs in a certain way, and they've got to go through, you know, all of the cycles and all of, like, the. it's almost like the combine in some ways for the dogs, isn't it? Correct. Okay, so what about your dogs? I'm just envisioning you in one of your NBC Sports Chicago suits with one of your dogs, leading them through this, this whole thing where they've got to go through the obstacle course and everything else and also look good. Would you do that? So...
1: I would not have any interest. <laughs> like, I brought up the website for you. Okay. That was the winner. It was, uh, what was it, a Pekinese or something like that. It's got a lot of hair, man. A lot of hair. Um, it started in 1877. It was a radio show once, I believe. It was. <laughs> I
0: believe it was.
1: A radio show with dogs. Yes. And it's go, been around forever. Go ahead, JR. I I'm just saying how super descriptive you would have to be. He's got a very fine, shiny coat <laughs> as he's trotting
0: along. That's right. Oh, he's got a very, very nice speed going, very consistent. And now a spot for Perina. Yes, Perina. The dogs love Perina. Good for their coat and good for their teeth. Perina. It was like, I'm sure that's the way the commercial sounded. Right. right.
1: Puppy chow, all sure, that. Sure, all that. So I have three dogs. Yoshi. Yep. who's 13 and a half? We adopted him from the Cruelty Society at a Chicago Wolves game. Mm-hmm. Brett got him. Uh, Stanley, who was abandoned on the streets of Alabama during the flooding and the hurricane that hit the south, yeah. shipped up to Chicago, and my friend Sarah called me and said, okay, this dog's amazing. You would love this dog. And we had just put Rocky down, yes. our, golden, our uh, yellow lap. One of three
0: dogs that has a southern accent. Correct. Okay.
1: And so we went and saw Stanley, and we got Stanley. Mm-hmm. He's a black lab mix. Mm-hmm. Another mutt. And then I was doing a TV show called "The Piece of the Game, the memorabilia show. I watched that show. And there was a guy on there who had he'd gone to some garage sale and bought something for two bucks that was worth like 100000 mm-hmm. And so we're interviewing him about whatever it was, piece of memorabilia that he found at some... You know, a little garage sale. Mm -hmm. And I said to him off camera, hey, man, what do you do for a living? He's like, I'm a dog breeder. Oh, really? What kind of dogs? Siberian Huskies. My kids had always wanted a Husky. Now, they get hair everywhere. And he showed me, he goes, I just had a litter. I said, I'll take one. Sorry, they're all spoken for. Mm. Really? He said, yeah, I'll get back to you next year. We should have another litter. Okay. I leave. A day later, he calls. Hey, somebody just backed out. It's actually the cinnamon-colored uh, husky, which is rare. Mm-hmm. Here's what he costs. If you want him, he lived in Ohio, the guy. Uh, I'll drive part of the way. You drive part. We met in South Bend, perfect. and I bought the dog, Sparky. He will be seven in December. He's amazing. Yes. He's Awesome. So which one of your dogs would be in the... Sparky.
0: What about the other two? They'd feel well, bad. They two
1: are mutts, man.
0: Oh, that's not right.
1: Yeah, no, they, are, they do not have the cooth to be <laughs> able to... Uh...
0: They're you. To, yeah, ultimately. pretty much. They're ultimately, yeah. you. They just enjoy life. But the other one would be in a Westminster
1: dog show. He would be, if I had to put one of my dogs in, Sparky would probably be the one. I see. Now, you were with me. You're my witness. I got a text from my wife like 7.30 this morning. We yes. were on the air. Yeah, Call me at break. I call her. How do I get a bird out of Sparky's mouth? A bird. He was out taking care of his business. I don't know if he got the bird live and killed it or the bird was dead and he brought it in. <laughs> and my wife traded him ham. And then she had to scoop the dead bird
0: up. You see, JR, there is value in the ham over the bird. Right. See, there it is. So, what she's just waving the ham is like, get this, spit that out, and then I'll give
1: you this. Correct. And then, paper towel scoops up the dead bird. Right.
0: So the negotiation. Well, just take it, spit it out now. You don't get anything else. No, they don't understand that. They should understand it's your house. They should understand. To be able to negotiate no, it in value, it is their
1: house. I am allowed to reside there and pay the mortgage. <laughs> That's it.
0: I just like to see you in that full suit. Here we go. Here we go, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here. Come take on, that. Sparky. Take that. Take that. Take that. There we go. Here we go. Take that. Take that. I like, just moving the talk around to make sure it's in the right
1: through place. the little obstacle course. Oh, it'd be great. All right, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Cross that, talk that. In two minutes. Take that. Take that. Come on, come on, come on, come on, boy. Come on. Take that.